Informative. Educational. Objective. Inclusive. Comprehensive. This is Progress Report. Updates and conversations from the Government Information Service. Hey, and welcome to another episode of Progress Report. My name is Ivan Kana, my lovely co-host, Gleniva Hodge. And um, we're going to get into something very interesting today. Strangely enough, we don't hear much about the Carteret Boulevard, the Valamain Road anymore. Um, but all is not totally fine if we get to that. Um, we're going to talk with... With the road, Ivan? All is fine with the road, <laughs> but, <laughs> but we still have a few challenges in terms of the use of the road and some other things. So we have with us Officer Ronnie Fleming. Um, I forgot your official title. Sergeant. Sergeant. Sergeant Ronnie Fleming, um, Traffic Department. Traffic. Yes. Um, this man is the brainchild behind the <clears throat> bypass there in George Hill. Thank you very much for that. We don't see the traffic backed up to the roundabout no, the Lake anymore. I, I want some more bypasses, actually. I see a few places, but we can get into that later. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and um, he was the one that was instrumental in advice on the life that we did with the use of the road as well uh, after we instituted the Carteret Boulevard. But we're here to talk traffic. We're here to talk Driving and policing to some extent during this very busy period that's coming up. Fetton Spree, beach boats in Bacchanal, and you know the road will be full of people. Yes. And I got in my dialect there. Somebody keep tell me <laughs> even I need to speak proper English. But you know the road will be full of people. Really? <laughs> all kind of cars. There's this, I, I'm, as someone who enjoys language, I uh-huh. think there's a time and place for all parts of and different bits of language. And totally so, agree. The the casualness of these conversations, despite the fact that a lot of times this the topics uh, very, are yeah. very serious, but the casualness of the conversation, I like that we can switch between the yes. standard English and our local dialect. dialect. So let and me tell so, you, let me tell you guys some new listening. You see, Miss Haj here, she <laughs> runs things, you know. So if she tell me I can speak or I want, I can talk or I want. <laughs> That's it. I hear my voice a little bit, a little bit congested. Um, I won't tell you why it's congested. Just know it's not, it's not COVID. I just did something that I shouldn't be doing. You know how your body responds. Whatever that was. Ah, yeah. I just, my body doesn't respond to change in temperature very well, um, and I should have paid attention to that. But nevertheless, Officer Sergeant Fleming, good morning. Thank you for being on Progress Report. You're the first person from law enforcement that's here with us. Um, I don't think I have any outstanding tickets, do you, Glenniva? I sure don't. Not okay. I mean, some I am people a... probably deserve enough some tickets. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> and maybe, and maybe even, maybe even us. And uh, we're gonna get into, Definitely. we're gonna get into all of that um, today as we converse <laughs> with Sergeant Fleming yes. about all things road use uh-huh. as it relates to the Royal Angola Police Force. What is expected? What are you looking out for? And how can we just ensure that 
the road is safe yes. for everyone that uses it. So let's start. Ivan, Ivan went there. Let's start with the very controversial. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say, um, but call the, it what it is. <laughs> the, the the usage of the Carteret Boulevard. I know when the designs for this road we first came about and persons were looking at the construction of the road mm-hmm. people felt oh how am I going to use this there are too many roundabouts there are several lanes there are several yes. turning lanes and medians yeah. you know you know since uh, just a segue since mm-hmm. the medians have gone in and I heard so much about oh there's nowhere else in the world that there are these there medians everywhere else and everywhere that I've traveled since <laughs> And I see you these medians yes. I go, I want to take a picture oh, yes. <laughs> But that is but that is, that is, is me on the other side But <laughs> tell us how have the The traffic department been adapting to How persons are using the road Are you satisfied with the way that persons have been utilizing the road so far? Um, first of all, let me say good morning uh-huh. to everyone it's a pleasure being here. Thank you. Um, it's not 100% as yet. Okay. Okay. I would say it is about 75. 70 to 75. Okay. Okay. So um, a beer. Yeah, yeah. Persons are getting to understand. I, I had a lady um, met me last week, and she said, um, Fleming, I was supposed to call you. She said, I never used that road before. But I would go down by the market or by the church gate and watch people, how they're using the road. And she said, you know, today, first time, I went on the road and I used it. She said, but it's easy. <laughs> I said, yes, you just have to condition your mind to it. Remember, we drive on the left. That's it. Mm-hmm. And you keep on the left. I said, that's it. That's it. I, I, I don't know how people... Still ending up on the right for longer distances than they're supposed to. Hey, I saw recently, I haven't seen any for a while, but I saw someone heading. No, my directions does be wrong, so you gotta tell me heading yeah. towards the bank from Wild Lake. Uh-huh. So, so you're going, going north. north, you're going north. Here we go, yes. you're going north. <laughs> and you know, there's a turn off coming south now to go in down by the bakery. Yes, the person entered that one. <laughs> and driving up it coming top. from north coming from south yeah yes. end of that one and going up to the I said that had to feel wrong <laughs> that you're on the wrong side of the road over in St. Martin was so long because if you change in lanes if you're on the wrong side it does automatically hit in that something doesn't feel exactly, right exactly exactly you know and but if if you look at it the way the, the road is shaped each each um section that same one is this way. Uh-huh. The one for the bank is this way. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you must feel awkward going <laughs> in. You know. So the so the road is designed in such a way you're saying <laughs> yes. to make yes. it feel natural. Exactly. If you're in the right. Yes. On that. No. So one one of the things, and I appreciated the instructional video uh-huh. that came out in terms of how to utilize the road. Uh-huh. Is there another way of maybe making it a little bit more concise and animated, probably breaking it up into bits? If you're at NBA and you want to... Sorry, if you're coming north Uh and you want to get to NBA, which entrance you use? And I I really do appreciate also the the erection of the sign saying, Uh don't enter here. is Is there a possibility of somehow... 
I don't want to say manipulating, but editing those videos so that you can have bits and pieces. I know we spoke the last episode about chapters. Yes. And so that persons know how to get. Yeah. If I just want to know how do I get to the bank if I'm coming north, yeah. that I can go and I can say, okay, this is how I do it. Just it, even using the example that you it is already here. It is already there. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. I know that some people want the word spelled out, uh-huh. but the arrows are there. Yes. The arrows are there telling you, you have an arrow right there going to, when you're coming from north, mm-hmm. going south, you want to go to NCBA, there's an arrow, one pointing straight, and the other one point to tell you that yeah, is where yeah. you have to go in. So I don't know how that person get in that. Maybe they missed the arrows, and uh, maybe they, not, they did not recognize what the arrows mean, which Maybe they willful. Oh, no. <laughs> I know some 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 persons would also would also say that the the arrows are not right, yeah. that visible. Yeah. Okay. I I can understand. You know, I guess it is because of the the the, the um, texture of the road, the concrete, yeah. and then the the material used to put it down. So yeah, I, I, I don't know if um, they can paint them yellow. Maybe but they can we have to them. go. We have to go through the standard. Yes. Um, the, the standard way of it, you you cannot go outside of that. You but know? you know when they are great when it rains mm-hmm. and at night, they do. Yeah, they really they reflect and stuff. Because like then that. they start to reflect. Yeah. Okay, um. So maybe we can stroke them, and by stroke you do an outline, and probably with a yellow. Yeah. Um. Something thin enough that you can see. That's gonna be a bit tedious though, because somebody actually have to go in and. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe that's an option. Maybe. And again, that's a cost. That's a yes. yeah, cost. There uh, <laughs> we go. We're gonna just. I want stick up in. Give me a chance. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we're, we're gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna get to that because the, my next. We are looking at the tunnel points, but I want to get to also the roundabouts. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. Roundabouts seem to be an issue, and I'm not even speaking about the one, two, three new roundabouts that are in. Mm-hmm. In particular, the roundabout. At the James Runner Webster Park, uh, yeah, yeah. which has been there for years, that that roundabout has my, existed. My, my for years. thing is with that: if you haven't learned to use that there, how you how you're gonna use the other three new ones? Because it is simple. Each side of the roundabout is divided in two, right. um, telling you the direction you're going in. There's a a, a, a line. At each around it, mm-hmm. so if you're going, if you're coming from north, going south, uh, from south, south going, going north, north. Mm-hmm. you're going on to Queen Elizabeth Avenue. The, the the road is constructed in a way and designed. It is wide. There's a line in the center, mm-hmm. and as you get as you get to the roundabout, there's another one. So if you're going Queen Elizabeth Avenue, you have to keep to your left. Uh-huh. Always remember, we drive on the left. Mm-hmm. You keep to your left, and you. You curve. When, when I take persons for their license, I will always tell the instructor, I want to feel that the curve. curve yeah. And if that student does not give me that curve, tell yourself, you got to come back again. I guess I, get, I guess I did my curve because I went from my license <laughs> yes. to Sergeant Clement, so I guess I did that Look, curve. I want to feel <laughs> that tell That tells me, hey, I understand what I am doing. So the line is here, mm-hmm. and you are here, so you're making that curve. Mm-hmm. And you're going to Queen Elizabeth Avenue. If you're going up to 
Albert Lake Drive, that's up to the stoplight by Albert Lake. Mm-hmm. You keep on the right. So you're into the roundabout. So two vehicles going, one Queen Elizabeth Avenue and one here. And two of them go the same time. One goes so and one goes so. And you know how beautiful that looks? Yes. Do you know how, I, I, I will tell you, I am always so skeptical because I know that that is how you use the roundabout. Mm-hmm. There have been times where I am heading up Albert Lake Drive, so heading towards the library, the stoplight. Mm-hmm. And so I take the inner lane. And there is someone who's taking the outer lane, and I assume if you're on the outer lane, either you're going down Coronation Avenue or, or you're going up Queen Elizabeth yes. Avenue. Do you know how many times we hit the <laughs> roundabout and we're in the middle of the roundabout and I am turning to go and this person cuts me off yes. because they take the outer lane to go up Abbott Nature. Ivan is laughing because I, I, Ivan, I, I tell you the day, <laughs> the day. I understand. I, I, I have complained to Ivan so many times about this. <laughs> I, I'll tell you this. I remember probably about two years ago, I was coming from agriculture side. Mm-hmm. Another vehicle from the same direction, but two actually. Mm-hmm. Now one going to make the right turn to go to Carteret Boulevard. Mm-hmm. The other one going to go to Abbott Lake Drive, the stoplight. They are in the correct lane. Mm-hmm. And as it was time for them to go, they went. And as soon as this one on the left got here, she cut right in and hit that one. And she argued and argued and argued with that driver. You got to fix my car. It wasn't, 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 wasn't. And the police came. The police tell her, no, <laughs> you are the one at fault. Because you left your lane and went into the other person's lane. Keep on your side. So, 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 let me just throw a little pun, a little bit of irony out here. Are you saying, as Anglians, we have a problem staying in our lane? Yes. <laughs> Straight up. I got, you got it. <laughs> I been trying to get her to laugh, right? On the show. And it just did. <laughs> She's Straight up. Yes. Straight up. And so, literally, we have a problem staying in our lane. Yes. <laughs> and that, that's, <laughs> that's going to fix it. I mean, we're making light of the situation yes. now, but. That needs to be addressed from it, a traffic it does. standpoint. And, and you, you'd be surprised. I, I remember the story from years and years ago uh, where this lady is very similar. She, two persons using the, the, the roundabout and my co-worker was using the, the roundabouts ahead down Carnation Avenue. And the lady said to her, this is not two lanes. We do not have two lanes. Uh-huh. So one of those being the same. <laughs> but but it is it, it tells me so it two things. Wow. Two things my takeaway, other than the fact that Ivan you're saying that we don't know how to stay in our lane. But two things that one, do you think that we can benefit from having officers periodically stationed at right. the roundabouts? Um issuing warnings. I'll start with a warning and and second if we see continuous infractions um, ticketing and that's going to lead us into ticketing elsewhere mm-hmm. and then two um, do you think that just as a whole we could all benefit from refresher courses of the highway code I know that the Royal Angola Police Force they do the highway code tips on yes. Radio Angola at least yes. Radio Angola pod mm-hmm. in the morning times do you think that just as a whole in general, we can benefit from 
refresher courses. Say after 15 years of having your license, you come in and you do a refresher course. Whatever, whatever it means. How do you, how do you feel you about that? You know, um, um, Mr. Gomes, I can't remember his first name. But he, he came to me last year with a program, um, computer. You know, uh, um, this is Quinson at Sim Life. Yes. Yes. You know where persons can go back and do whatever it is. I I, I don't know much about it. Mm-hmm. He yeah. just explained a little to me, which I think is 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 something very good for the same thing. Persons to go and do a refreshers course. You know, but it all boils <coughs> down to common sense. Yeah. You know. You spoke about officers being at the roundabouts. Officers being at the roundabouts. <laughs> <laughs> have you have you been issued tickets, warnings? Yes. Oh wow. When the the Carteret Boulevard was completed, yeah. and it it opened on the Sunday, the Monday we went out and we were keen into price. Yes. Two accidents. And all we showed the persons, we stood in the road. We stopped them. We said, if you're going straight over north, you're keeping that lane. Uh-huh. If you're going back south out to Social Security at the post office, you're keeping this lane. We stepped out of the road and just went there to watch how it... The same person that we spoke to <laughs> came back and used the road they want, how they wanted to use it. <laughs> So, so I'm, I'm not laughing at, at anyone. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just trying to fathom, like, the the conversation that you officers would be having in your in your heads when you mm-hmm. just come from speaking to somebody and they gone and they've done it wrong. You guys exercise a lot of patience. I, I would, I would admit you exercise a lot of patience because I've seen it in action. If 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 you were to make that mistake, then you would, especially from me. Uh-huh. You would hear what come out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to tell you straight up. Okay. You know, I have seen persons. One day I was by the roundabout, and a gentleman came from the post office. Now instead of he used the roundabout and go north, he actually cut in here. On the other uh, side. Not even to go over on the left side, but to go down. But turn right so the vehicle coming this way and going down. And he had it back up. But the vehicles then stop and they decide they ain't moving. <laughs> I think I saw that. He had to reverse. And I asked, What is your problem? Yeah. At some point, you got to feel like you're on the wrong side of the road. He said, He. I said, That's because when you, your customer coming out of the post office. Just, yes, yes. 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 So a lot of people don't understand. And everybody, when, everybody, when, when most people, not everybody, when. They were arguing about the medians. I was like, you know, medians are sleeping policemen. Mm-hmm. I said, how would police, how would the, the traffic department enforce the no right hand and no left hands in certain areas of the medians? I said, we, we have to understand that that's what they're there for. Exactly. And now they're forced to operate and but stay in their lanes. And that's we what they have, have we recognize that even when forced, we still don't. Yeah. <laughs> you can leave yeah. me alone. Yes, I will. <laughs> and you know, when, 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 when persons go for their license, I would intentionally take them on that road. Oh, nice. Yes. And I would tell them, you know, take me to flow. That's all I'm going to tell you. Oh, okay. And that's a, that's a good one. And you, 
if you don't know, know how to get in flow, well, that's a matter for you. You know how to get in flow. They don't have no reason to get in flow. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I say flow. <laughs> that's why I say flow. If you're coming from north going south, yeah. I'm going to say, take me to Digicel. Oh, you if you don't know how to get in there. Uh, so I always tell, even to go into commercial, to go into English rules, yeah. I will use all of those so they will know that when they get their license, how to get to these places. places. Okay. So let, me, let me ask a question. Get back, getting back to mm-hmm. it. We know the road has been littered with drivers for carnival. Yeah. Some registered, some unregistered. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've seen recently traffic department police been doing stops and checks and searches. Mm-hmm. Will that be something that's amped up for and drew in? Um, what police presence would we see in terms of road use? You will see it. We will see it. Yes. Okay, that's all you can say. We will yes. see it. We will see it. Yeah. Okay. okay, that's good. And, and that, that to me is important. During carnival time, whether we like it or not, uh, we want to admit it or not. not yeah. I shouldn't say like it or not. Whether we admit it or not. During carnival time, carnival is beach, boat, bacchanal. Yeah. Bacchanal is spree. Bacchanal yeah. is fit. Yeah. Bacchanal is party. Yeah. And a lot of people associate those words with partying and drinking. Yeah. As far back as I can remember, there's always been some sort of major road accident around carnival time. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, some of which have been fatal. Yeah. Is it a need for additional public education on not drinking and driving? I think everyone should, should know that. Is it the need for additional police presence with the ability to, I'll explain why I'm saying this, with the ability to test persons and their alcohol levels? Where are we with that? Is it for lack of legislation? Is it for lack of breathalyzers and equipment to be able to do so? What is the hindrance that exists in testing persons and their alcohol levels? Legislation. It is there, mm-hmm. but it has not been passed as yet. It is there. Oh, so it exists. It's just yes. not. So it's there in so, draft so form. We, we cannot. Minister. We cannot. We cannot um, go and do the breathalyzer test and so forth. Minister, not the culture. Minister for Infrastructure. Um, you speak a lot about the vanity plates and the seat belt and thing. We need that piece of legislation passed. Yeah, as well. That that is also with that. That to, is with to, that. Okay, so it's all so it's all included. It's in comment. Okay, yes. Go ahead. I yes. see absolutely no reason why that piece of legislation is yeah. not priority. But yeah. it it does not mean that if someone is drinking, and let's say they get into an accident, that um, the police cannot charge them. Oh. I have. Okay. I did it. You need um, to get some of your other officers to do it. Not to, to, I <laughs> didn't take them to the hospital to get the test done. Mm-hmm. Um, there are things you have to look at in terms Both of your skills. evidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the, 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 the tone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The smell. Yeah. Um, what evidence you find in there, such as the, the bottle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all those are part of it. And that's how I got one of the persons convicted. And I will tell you, and that's a few years ago. Mm, more than a few years ago. Uh-huh. <laughs> can't say a few years ago. That is like 
probably close 20 years ago. And every time that person sees me, that person would thank me. They would tell persons, because of him, I am not drinking today. Wow. wow. Yeah. Wow. Because I arrested him. Uh-huh. And he and I had a long conversation. I gave him a lecture. Okay. Of course, some hard words. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And from then, he said, I don't drink. I don't want to even see the bottle. Because mm-hmm. he got in an accident, mm-hmm. I almost killed the person. You know, you know, a lot of people don't see this, but you do what you do because you care. Yes. Mm-hmm. I am sure that you could have been doing any other job. I'm sure that you're skilled and handy. Anything else. But you do it because you care. Because at, at, at some point, at any given point, I have to use the road. Glennie has to use the road. Our mm-hmm. children have to use the exactly. road. Um, and, and saying that I want to get into something. No, we see a lot more cyclists on the road. Uh, we see a lot more people walking mm-hmm. and stuff. What's in place to, to actually protect the cyclists and the pedestrians that walk the road for physical fitness and, and like? Prudent driving. Prudent driving. Okay. Yeah. You have to bear in mind that it's not only you using the road. Yeah. And I, also, I always tell them when they um, pass the test, you are driving for you and someone else, right. not only you. And, you know, I'll, I'll tell you this. When, when I take someone for their license and they're driving, going down the road, and someone is here standing by the road, and that student drives past, I feel that student. Because I said, you don't know what that person was going to do. Yeah. The person saw you coming, but the person wants to cross. You're supposed to wait. I said, there are children. We know who children are when they're playing with balls. Yeah. Oh, yes. And that ball go across the road. They ain't looking for no vehicle. Nope. They're going for the ball. And that is what you have to be mindful of. Yeah. You see, you, know. you see a ball, you stop. Because exactly. guaranteed, behind a ball is a child. Is a child. But, but outside of that, like, we have a lot of residential areas, and the speed at which I see some people driving in these mm-hmm. areas, and maybe we need a little bit more, um, what do you call that, speed limit signs? Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, for instance, we have all these corners, we have all these places, and a lot of our homes are next to the road. Yes. And the speed at which people drive, it's disheartening, because you don't know when a child could be... Um, not looking probably on their bike and mm-hmm. and overtaking in these areas. I have a problem with the way people drive when they're heading to the west. No disrespect to my 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 um, folks in the tourism industry that have to get to work, but you could leave earlier. Yeah, because the speeding and the overtaking and stuff that happens when you're going from Long Bay, that little stretch there, that racetrack, mm-hmm. if you want to call it that. You, you, which 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 part of the racetrack? Because I could give you stories about. I want the stories <laughs> about. There's a particular section of road uh-huh. that is so accident prone that Officer Fleming must know where I am speaking about uh-huh. because it's just west of his sister. <laughs> it is between. The Cove Road uh-huh. and before the corner for Best Buy. Uh-huh. There are a number of accidents that occur just west of Sharky's restaurant. Yeah. That is a fact. I used to, I'll give a story. I used to stay, you know, spend some time over by my uncle, mm-hmm. which is by Sharky's restaurant. And mm-hmm. I still, would be, yeah, hold on, hold on. Let me put a plug in. Uh-huh. You're still in a reservation like that. <laughs> no, but sometimes, you know, I'd, I'd spend some time across there and I remember in the nighttime, you would just hear, bam. 
and it became so often uh-huh. that the persons that live in that area, they no longer get up. They roll over, they call the police and say there was another accident. Mm-hmm. Wow. Because it happened so often. I've, I've been using that road, going home late at night, and have seen vehicles in the bush. Wow. They just they just roll over, they go in the bush, and before we know it, we're the first on the scene, but before we know it, the police is there because mm-hmm. residents hear it so often. Yeah. That they're they're immune happen. to they it. Know, they but know it's... Do, and it's do you know, just for um, the listeners' um, knowledge... We use that that same area there because there's a curve uh-huh. and then there's another curve. Uh-huh. Yeah. What we have to be mindful of the wind shear. Yes, uh-huh. that's what because the wind because of the way it curve and you're going down with some speed, the wind gets up under the vehicle ah. and it sways you over. The same thing on Jeremiah Highway with all those fatal accidents in that area. Right there by LA Cafe Town. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And we could not understand why, and the expert came up, and he explained it. He said, because well, you can of feel the, it in the vehicle. The wind shear, and you're going, the curve you're making, it gets up under the vehicle, so it yeah. contributes to yeah, there's, it. There's one particular pole mm-hmm. in that area, that it, that poor pole, it's always been replaced. They, have, they, have, they have done something, though, because... The, the, the drop off there they have they filled it so okay. it's much easier so if you do end up off the road there pray you don't end up further but um, at least you'll get on that path but just yeah. slow down that's, but, that's but there is a sign that tells you that. Oh, this is on the German I'm sorry yes mm-hmm. that tells you reduce speed even, even, even in West End West End going yes. down to Bedness Road there is one, one that's that telling you so are we not paying attention that is part of it I'm glad you mentioned the Bedness Road. I myself. Hold on, hold on. Mm-hmm. Go Bedness ahead. Road. Bedness, Bedness Road is that road. The dip. The, when you uh, Chris Cutler's building is uh-huh. Bedness Plaza. There's uh-huh. a reason it's called Bedness Plaza. Okay. Bedness Road is that side road that connects you from the Western Main Road into Long Bay, okay. which is the yes. well. So Bedness Road, that uh-huh. dip. You know me, I'm going home. Uh-huh. So usually I'm stopped at the bottom of the the mm-hmm. dip. Uh-huh. I have started to put my um, indicator on from that pretty color house before even yeah. um, Bedness Plaza. Because twice oh, I wow. have been hit in the back mm-hmm. in that dip. Twice. That reminds me of something. And, I, and the reason I'm bringing this up is because I drive west every single day. And there are certain times of the day during certain parts of the year yeah. where you cannot see... You yeah. are driving yeah, on a, a wing fun. and a prayer. Yes, to the sun. I pray no one is ever on the side of the road mm-hmm. when I am driving. Oh. And I understand, and I know from a policing standpoint, we don't necessarily like tint. But that tint is important because you are absolutely blinded. Mm-hmm. That strip of tint in the front, uh-huh. that can give you that little bit of shade, shade and and. Yeah. and Actually, make it bearable for you to see. The last accident that I was in, the one that hit me, he never saw the car. He never saw the car. Mm -hmm. And so I was stopped in the dip. Uh And I was pushed, the vehicle that I was in, because no brakes, it was a big vehicle that hit me, no brakes. I was pushed all the way in front of top of the tree bakery. Mm -hmm. All the way. 
It tells you that and the vehicle behind had speed too. One, it had speed, and two, he never saw me to be able to stop. Yeah. Again, I understand from the other aspect of policing that you know tint may not necessarily be yeah. something that is is that you want to have, but I think it's so important that persons understand why that tint is important on that front windscreen. Mm-hmm. For persons driving with. But what about your your shade thing that you know of you've known using that also? It don't help. It don't help. Yeah, because it's it's especially um, the certain time of the year mm-hmm. with the sun, it's not that low. Yeah, it's not low enough. Year. It is it is dangerous. I, I can tell you there. Certain times it's later in the year at about five o'clock, four thirty-five, where I either try to get home before or I wait until after. I mean, two accidents will teach me that. But it is it. I have been fearful driving west. So, so fearful of anybody on the side of the road. That brings something to me because I have a problem driving at twilight. So I'm near sighted and one eye far sighted in the next. Mm-hmm. Which is strange. And I have astigmatism. So the light for me has to be optimum at twilight. That's a strange hour. No matter what's going on, if I turn on lights, it doesn't work. I don't really see well. So I actually, me personally, just avoid the road them kind of times until it gets a little darker. That is something that I want to get to. So that's where I'm going. Go, that's go where right, I'm going. Go right that's because going. that is something that's so important. Like what? What physical tests are, are fitness for driving? Mm-hmm. Do people go through? Like with your eye test, do you do? Are records kept um, for persons that wear glasses have challenges? I actually had a paper from the um, from the ophthalmologist. The, yeah, I had paper from the ophthalmologist that mm-hmm. went to the commissioner, and they allowed me to tint my front window because the the light in the night was ricocheting off. That's the my, front windshield. No, the front the side glasses. side glasses because yeah. it was ricocheting off and mm-hmm. hitting me in my eyes, mm-hmm. so it would become a problem. So I know there's provision made for those type of things, but who's going to take it upon themselves to be a responsible citizen? Say, hey, I got this problem. Mm-hmm. I identify this problem. I need to talk to somebody about it because I can't be the only one. Yeah, I know. I know that um, persons would send in, um, a letter to the commissioner from the doctor uh-huh. with these conditions, and the the letter would come down to to me uh-huh. to. You know, verify it to check it out and yeah. mm-hmm. make sure it's okay, because um, he is of the belief that I am the one in traffic. Uh-huh. I am dealing with traffic, so I should be the one to give the approval. Yeah. Okay. If I say yes, then he would sign off on it. Okay. If I say no, well then you know. So I will go through it, and of course you can't go to the doctor because the doctor will not give you yeah, that information. It's yeah. confidential, but at least they would tell you, you know. Yes, so, 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 so. But the letter does specify, you know, because so and so. So we would take it, you know, use our discretion and say, well, okay, fine. Um, But the law is now you are given 35%. Yeah. So that's dark enough. I can I can be on either side of the table. Mm-hmm. Here's why I say it's dark enough because it helped me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At night is fine, and I understand as a policeman, as anybody, I don't want to be pulled up to a car yes. and I can't see who's exactly. inside yes. and what yes. they have. Exactly. And we have to consider the safety of our officers. Yes. And what you want to do is to one break the light refracting from your rearview mirrors, mm-hmm. and two keep your car decently cool because we live in the tropics. Yes. I think that that works to some extent. 
Um, but you're, you're seeing now still some people with back glasses that are extremely dark. What's, what's traffic's stance on that? And I have a question. And is it so much that it's dark at the interior? Because I recognize yeah, that the interior in of the car yeah. makes the tint look darker. Mm-hmm. Or the, however, it no, but like some, some persons do go and put extra tint because... Mm-hmm. Once they once they go to 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 my coup and the license, they go with the correct. Okay. But when they leave, they go and they do something different. You know. Um, I think that what persons need to realize: hey, we have gone this far now to give you your front and rear side windows tinted. It was uh-huh. just the rear and not yeah. the front. Okay. And we have gone that extreme to give you that. Why don't you obey? Yeah. You know, um, you don't have to go and do anything else. You know, it, it makes it makes um, the job difficult for us, and it it makes you the person to be a cheater, if I must say. Okay. You know, because you're breaking the law. Because if you're caught, you will pay the penalty. What's the penalty? Um, good. I'm just going to tell you. It is ten thousand dollars. Eh, what? Ten thousand dollars or six months imprisonment. Are both? Are both? Are both? Yes. To quote the sister. He he put it here. She not so you can't mix that. Both. Yes. Oh wow. So somebody can be stopped on the road. If they're too dark, they tend to too dark. They got five percent on their front glasses, side glasses, rear glasses. And they got strip across the thing, 5%. And you don't even have to ask any questions. You can just issue them a citation. No. No. They are not t- it's not ticketable. It's not ticketable? Straight to the court. What do you mean straight to the court? Yeah, you go to the court. The court going to charge you that $10,000. Not us. So you, you write down. So how, does, how would this work? Because um, we are going to report you. Uh-huh. And we're going to um, put a case file together. Wow. And, and that's we're going to summon you, send you to court. Ten thousand dollars. So you're gonna take your pictures and be ready to go. Yes. Ten thousand dollars. Listen here. Let me tell you something. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Radio Angola. Um, they they advertising five thousand, which needs to be corrected. It's ten thousand. It was five before the the tent act was um, amended. <laughs> wow. Let, let me tell you about this tent. There's wow. a, a story, Ivan. Go ahead. I'm listening. I, I don't think our viewers can see, but can you see this scar mm. on my finger? Yes, I can see it. This scar is tint related. What? You used to tint car? No, I used to take tint off cars. And I remember <laughs> clearly. <laughs> <laughs> I remember clearly when this tint law was being passed. Mm-hmm. And it was coming into effect. I could tell you, it was coming into effect on like the 4th of January. Mm-hmm. Whatever year. Uh. Donkey Kong years ago. And so persons were rushing and trying to get the tint off their vehicles. And so I was helping out some persons who were taking the tint off their vehicles. You sound like you don't have lab breakers here. No, 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 no. At the time, no, at the time it was legal. It was, there was a time when tint I'm was legal and they were... Yes, you're, you're not getting <laughs> And I remember taking the tint off uh-huh. and with a razor on a long stick and just... Slicing through my entire finger. So I, I do remember. Wow. I'll always remember when that tent law was passed wow. because you I have, have this scar to prove it. Yeah. <laughs> I've got the scars to show. But coming back to, I, I think, a bit of where Ivan started and I wanted to get to. I think it's the US uh-huh. where if 
you have vision problems or other mental, uh, sorry, medical mm-hmm. issues mm-hmm. Um, that prevent you from driving. Uh, I think on your license it states that you know must be dri- driving must be done with the aid of visual aids and that sort of yeah. stuff. Yeah. Is there provision? I know you say there's a bit of legislation that is just sitting there and not passed. Mm-hmm. Is that something that that legislation looks at? Because I'm looking at both of you, uh-huh. and both of you are wearing glasses, mm-hmm. right? You're and and you're driving. I'm not judging you. And here's why. It's because if I did not have my contacts, I could not see you sitting <laughs> right there. And, and it, is, it is scary because I don't think anybody should be allowed. I can tell you, if I don't have my contacts, I cannot see right in front uh-huh. of me. Uh-huh. That is dangerous driving if I ever got into my vehicle. Yes. And got into my vehicle and drove without my contacts in. What is what is there in terms of legislation and requirements to ensure that persons who need visual aids use such are even hearing aids? Because you know you need to be able to hear when you're driving mm-hmm. as well, not just yeah. see. Um, I haven't seen any in relation to that, but what I do know that if someone begins to lose their sight, their hearing, or mental capacity. Um, a family member would then inform us. But there is nothing that we can do at that point in time because we have to get a letter from the doctor. So they would have to go to the doctor and tell the doctor this and the doctor will do the examination and then send us the letter Uh to say that this person is not fit for driving. So then the letter goes to um, the Accountant General, I think it's the Accountant General of okay. the Comptroller of Inland Revenue. Okay. And okay. they are the one to do the suspension or the disqualification okay. on okay. advice from the Commissioner. Okay, let me ask let me ask a question quickly. When are we gonna get to the point where our license carry a bit more information? Blood type, allergies. Yeah, blood type is on there. Yeah, but it needs it's to be. It needs to be like in, in in the iPhone. Like you can set up in the iPhone. You turn it off. You swipe. You can get emergency contact. The information is there. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody probably walking around with their phone. But if there's an accident, I think you should be able to get somebody's license and that accompanies them if they're unconscious to the hospital. Somebody might be allergic to mm-hmm. aspirin and that type of things. Where is there any plan to update the licenses to carry a bit more? Health-related information. I, I, I hear you. I hear you, and I, I thought of it as well. Uh-huh. And I, I discussed it with my officers. But um, we have sick tests where we can get the information from as well. What's that? Sick tests. Sick tests. Yeah, sick tests. Sick tests. Yeah, uh-huh. where we can go on the computer and get the information and then pass on. If the information, the lesson doesn't have all the information, we can get it from, from that. Okay. Because okay. yeah. I, 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 even in the blood type, I know that it's it is there's provision for it on yes. there, but it it's is not a requirement because there's still be so many. But there's still because so many persons. There's still so many persons who don't know their blood type. What's your blood type? B positive. Me too. Too So I know who to call if I ever. I'm O positive. O positive. So universal. So universal. Positive vibes. But I, I. I, I say that because I remember when I put B positive down, there was no verification. There wasn't anything that says, you need to show me uh-huh. that you are B positive. It yeah. was just, 
on the word, word for my word it. for yes. it. That it is. Yes. So I think there needs to be some more of a tightening mm-hmm. um, of of how we how we get that information. And then I think you're, you're diving into some national health records and that type of thing now. If you, if no, you, you, you just no, no, no. I'm no, saying. I'm, I'm, I'm saying the need for that because what you're saying, they can go a little bit further. Like mm. this SIG task mm-hmm. that you're talking about, that's gonna have a bit more information. I agree with you. There needs to be some tightening of what's listening and license and mm-hmm. being able to corroborate that and confirm that. But I think being such a small community. Yeah. That we need to have a little bit more information about who's on our roads, who's driving, mm-hmm. that type of thing. I think they're called like enhanced driver's licenses. Enhanced driver's license. That have that have that additional information. Almost uh-huh. operates. You see the way that the uh, the vaccine cards yes. operate, uh-huh. where you scan the QR code. Yeah, but you can't talk about that. They're gonna say that's a mark of the piece. <laughs> just like all biometrics are in our passports. Yes, we just wanted yeah. to get that out. Okay. <laughs> so ahead. you wanted me to say? Yeah, what are you to say? This is so it's not the market of these. It's you, you had to go there. Yeah, I'm just telling people because they're gonna mm-hmm. hear this thing. And then mm-hmm. the next thing they're gonna say is Officer Rani is is one of them that want to bring the market of these thing and chip you out. It's not that. Like no. this stuff is there already. No, yeah. no. it's yes. there. It's, it's it's just for all purposes. Yes, Angola is still a small community. We travel. But a lot of times, even though I've been told like my driver's license looks fake when I travel, when oh, I go and rent wow. a vehicle in the US. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, when not only do we travel, but we have persons coming here. Uh-huh. And we are growing. As a community, yeah. we are growing. And there are lots of persons, whether they are medical students who are coming in. I'm thinking about a lot of the transient um Persons who live here, and we have a lot of persons that come in that we don't necessarily know. Yeah. You want to be able to pull that license. God forbid something was to happen, and you know exactly who this person is. I'm going to ask you something now. I hope I can answer it. <laughs> why? Why? I can't say why. How much enforcement is done on the temporary license that are needed to drive when tourists rent a vehicle? Good. Good question. Um, I had conversation with the controller of Inland Revenue on that, and just yesterday, my my inspector told me he spoke to him again, and he told him that Officer Fleming was here already. We discussed that. Um, the law says that a temporary driver's license for a visitor. Well, you can can renew your once you're visiting. Um, it is valid for three months. And if you decide to stay longer, you can purchase mm-hmm. another one. Mm-hmm. Um, you can, every year you come, you can purchase. Um, I think there is a, a limit. On how many you can have? You just get a permanent license after or something. You can apply for it. Yeah. But um, you got to have. X amount of whether okay. it's status or oh. whatever, in order to get a permanent okay. license. Okay. So if we have, let's let's take this because sometimes, sometimes our laws aren't necessarily mm-hmm. in alignment with uh-huh. reality. Uh-huh. Just call it that. So if we have a visitor who is a regular visitor, they uh-huh. decide every year they are going to visit mm-hmm. Anguilla for two weeks. They have, they don't have a home here, but they. Stay at one of the properties, long-term yeah. stays. So they come for two weeks out of the year, every single year. And they've been doing this for 15 years. Because they don't have status, mm-hmm. 
they don't up they don't qualify for a driver's, a permanent driver's license. Is that what you're saying? No, they do. Or they do. Or they, or they do. Even this without status. Even if they're yeah, because what they will do, they will bring something to us, a record to show that they've been coming. We look at their passport to see how often they come okay. to Angola. And someone can keep those temporary licenses too. Yes, and where they stay, and then someone can vouch for them. So someone who knows them will send in a letter and say, well, yes. And based on that, um, they're issued with a permanent license. Can I ask you, especially into this coming season, can I can I encourage that traffic make checking for those temporary licenses? Here's my thing. You know, I, 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 I am finance trained mm-hmm. by nature. A temporary license is how much? It's twenty-five dollars. That's twenty-five U.S. dollars that the government can collect, mm-hmm. and everybody that's on the road mm-hmm. driving. You know, I have a different take, and and I I hear you. I hear you that it's revenue. Uh huh. But as someone who drives when they go away, uh huh. We go to Saint Martin. I don't mind paying it over there. Well, we don't. We go to the U.S. and they take our license, mm-hmm. and there's no temporary. I don't mind paying it there either. So I have a, I, when I lived so in St. Saying. Thomas, I uh-huh. had a U.S. driver's license. Because you lived there. Yeah, but I, I oh, can't wow. renew it. It's still, it's right here in my wallet. Mm-hmm. I can't renew it because I don't have an address there. But somebody tell me, you never know if you're going to come back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My thing is, it can get you to that point because there's parks of having a temporary license, like you're saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, it's a tax when we want to look at it as, as a road tax. But if, if you look at it, the reason why it is done, so remember... We are, how should I say? I don't want to say we are British. Mm-hmm. I think it is. Cause you know, so the, the laws are different. It is, it is. I, and you, you know? know how I remember that? Because that. Yeah, I think it was in the UK. I was about to say something. That is not for the camera. <laughs> <laughs> but I lived, I lived in a BVI, so I know, I know that a temporary driver's license was necessary. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Then yeah, okay. we are on the same page. So, so check I, them. I, I, so I take back my. Saint Martin is different. Mm-hmm. Yes. Saint Kitts is different. Mm-hmm. Barbados is different. You don't need a temporary. Dri- no, Barbados you need a temporary driver's license. Okay, cool. Because I had to get one when I was there. Okay, nice. Yeah. You know, I just want to see those things enforced. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because if we get a thousand drivers at the road between, uh, <coughs> sorry, between July 30th and August 5th, a thousand drivers saying $25. Well, here, here's the thing. Persons are coming in, majority of times they're getting a vehicle from uh-huh. a rental place. A rental, uh-huh. yeah. Is the rental place not selling the license? Mm-hmm. That's what's happening. Yeah. The rental place isn't selling the licenses. So then... The temporary? Yeah, the temporary. Yeah, they do. They, yeah. they do. So they do. Yeah, they do. So they do. Why, why don't we have more numbers? Because I don't see them. They do. So that's what I'm saying. If it is that there's a rental place that isn't uh-huh. selling... Do we find that? That, that, is, that is where I was going. Why would we find that? You know, that, that was a discussion I had with a comptroller. Ah, oh, I get in your business now. I apologize. So, Let so me drink some water. We are going business. to, we are looking into that to see. But for, for, for the listening public up there, especially, if you are someone living and working in Angola, you don't need a temporary driver's license. Okay. It's been happening, mm-hmm. but you don't need it. Um, 
because you are working and living here, you you need to get the permanent license. Uh-huh. So what what is happening? They go to your car rental, they get a temporary driver's license. When three months up, they, they go then go to car. your own uh-huh. and they get. But if they if you and that person are very good friends, they're gonna keep coming to you because mm-hmm. you're collecting whatever it is. Yes. So you know. So it, wow. it it is illegal because the law says once you are living and working in Anguilla, you are required to one temporary driver's license for the three months, and after that you have to apply for your permanent driver's license. What is the pro- what is the process? I, I I'm, I'm wondering why would someone continuously go and get a temporary if I can just go and get a permanent driver's license? Do you have to do a test? Do you have to? So is it the written test? Is it the driving test? Which aspect of the Both. test? So if I come in with a driver's license from somewhere else, mm-hmm. my driver's license isn't accepted here. Mm-hmm. I have to go and do both the written. No. no. Okay, so no. that's that's what I'm asking. Yeah. What is what is necessary if I have a driver's well, license? Let me from say. Let me say no. It is left to the examiner. Oh. The examining okay. officer determines whether you do both or one. But you must do at least one. One, yes. Um, I don't have a problem with that. We have persons I, I think, who I are think driving in Angola on temporary driver's licenses. One person came in, been driven in Angola for 15 years what? on a temporary driver's license. <laughs> 15 years. Just keep going. Oh yes. The only thing we're missing is tumbleweed. Yes. The only dr- but no, we had some rain this morning. We had some rain this morning. The only thing we are missing is tumbleweed. Why people feel like they could just do what they want here? Is it enforcement? Is it that we the the, the lot doesn't bite? What is it like? That, ten thousand dollars don't bite you? It, it would bite me. <laughs> but but how much are the ten? Because that person when them coming with that fifteen years, they like get ten thousand dollars every year. <laughs> this, this this is why I tell people right. I I can stay out of politics, you know, because I I think like you have to make an example at some point. You, you're quite right. You know, fifteen years. Yeah. Then you're cheating the government. You're cheating yourself. If, and I no, think you're cheating, your, cheating yourself. Because you're cheating yourself. To pay twenty, unless you're getting it free. Then that, some of that probably happening too. Because be. uh, unless outside. unless you are getting, let, let's do a little quick math. Uh-huh. I hate math, but a, I guess tem- a temporary <laughs> driver's license is twenty five dollars. That's twenty five. You see, at twenty five US, twenty five US, and it's for three months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's a hundred US each year. Uh-huh. That is more than a than one year a license. license. Yeah. But so they don't look at it that way. Exactly. They, they, exactly. I, I don't understand how we think as humans, they, they, they think they're getting away with something and they're not. No, but, but let, let me tell you, in these times when dollars ain't dollaring, you know, I was going to get that in there, you know I was going to work that out. Two and two together, and you see someone doing that, it tells you something. They're not paying for Their license not. Authentic, yeah, and it has been happening. Um, just wow, just this year, last year, I, I went through the the traffic, the police act, the traffic act, and and I come across. I've been seeing it all the time, but I didn't pick up on it. Uh-huh. You know, so that was a, 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 a flaw on my part as the traffic sergeant. Uh-huh. You know, but the law speaks of it. It says. That when someone comes in to the island on a, a driver's license, and when they come to the traffic department to get 
permanent license, their license need to be checked. Yeah. Um, so what we do now, we take your license, uh-huh. we scan it to see whether it's authentic. Uh, we would send to your country with a license, uh-huh. was this you, to find out, to get more information on it. Uh-huh. And so you need to bring, you need to bring that document from that licensing department and we know that anybody can issue yeah. once mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. and it has been happening okay. so for the general public out there if you're applying for an Anguillian driver's license you have a, a license and you're applying for an Anguillian driver's license you need to bring a report a history, driving history report from the country where your driver's license nice. was issued nice. mm-hmm. the last session. Nice. Okay. If you doubt me, check Section 37 in the, the Police Act, the Traffic Act, wow. Vehicle and Road Traffic Act, and you will see it there. You must bring that document, your driver's license, and it will be checked. I love, uh, I love this on that. You know, where Sergeant Fleming was speaking, mm-hmm. my, my, my mind went back to, you know, this is England. We hear rumors and we hear um, stories, uh-huh. I call them that. And there's a popular colloquial term that is used, um, and I think it stemmed from a story, I see, um, of a number of driver's licenses being issued to persons. Oh, Jesus. In the past. In the past. And non-authentic driver's licenses. Now, I'm, I'm gathering from you that these are now the checks and balances that are being put in place yes. so that we don't have a repeat of yes. that. Uh, <coughs> mm-hmm. those, those instances. Mm-hmm. Okay. That, that, that is why I, I um, pulled that section mm-hmm. and that is one of the requirements now. Because first it was, if you're living in Angola or you've been visiting Angola, uh-huh. you have a residence stamp. Now, that is part of it now. That section is part of it. You must bring that document, and it must be authentic, because they're going to be checked anyhow. Uh-huh. And there are ways of checking it, because yeah. we can go to the computer. And I stated sick task before, uh-huh. but this is not sick task. Now, we can go on, or we can call the, the department to find out, can we get information there? Yeah. We're we're connected. We're we're a global village, and I'm happy that metropolitan. Yeah, yes. I'm, I'm I'm happy that we're extending extending our reach in in these areas. I'm I'm happy with what I'm hearing. I'm happy that there's going to be more police presence on the road, especially yeah. over the next couple of weeks. I've actually seen something like that already. I've seen police making some checks. Um, we have we have things. we have. I heard um someone, I think it was through the week, say they call in on one of the programs and say they were very. Please to see police on the week. We have community police in the, yeah. um, in each district. Yeah. Yeah. So so they go out. We we'll have a conversation yeah. about that off air. <laughs> 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 um, but there's there's one more thing that I want us to just touch on really quickly before we wrap up. Mm-hmm. We are approaching the carnival season, yes. carnival week. Road closures, road blocks. Yes. Um, just things to remind persons. It's been a little while since we've had carnival. Yeah. Just to remind persons what days, certain parts of which roads are closed, which direction traffic flows in mm-hmm. um, during certain days. So if we can just 
as a refresher. Yeah. The usual, we know that the Lansom Bowl Road for Carnival is a one-way. Uh-huh. In, what, one in way. which direction? So, you can go down, but you can't come up. So, in order to get out, you have to use, I think it is a road between the Valley School and Agriculture. Yeah. Make sure my bearings right. Okay. But so we now have a, a new additional side road up with a strip below the last... That, that temporary road that was yeah. used. So, that, that, that there is also, um, I oh, believe, oh, will be used. I don't know whether in or out. So, directly in front of the Lansom Bowl Cultural Center will be closed off. So, between yes. that roundabout at Ashley's Changes mm-hmm. area... And that cuts off the side road between the Valley School. You're not able to drive either either way. It's 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 a one way. So so you would be able to. You know, it's so long now. Two years now. Uh-huh. Um, I think you can come in from agriculture, mm-hmm. but you can't go out. Um, if my bearings are, are correct. Okay, so we won't put you on the spot. I know. But what what uh-huh. I will what I will ask is that. Prior to the beginning of Carnival, if the Royal Angola Police Forces Facebook page yes. can utilize some graphics to let us and remind us. Yes, it will. It will. It will be there. Um, I, I know it will be advertised. Yes, it will be on the, the media. Yes. yes. Okay. It, so persons will be informed as to which um, road to use to go out and to come, come in. in. Yeah. Um, just since we're here, um, we're wrapping up now. The Juve Road remains the same and all those things, correct? I suspect. Okay. I'm not part of that um, committee, the police okay. committee, but I suspect it will be the same thing. So we, we look forward to that additional information, and I, I believe yes. next week, Ivan, we should be having some more yes. information on, on progress reports yes. about yes. that, so we'll be able to get a little bit more into that. Well, Sergeant Fleming, this has been an excellent conversation. Yes, I, I thank you for coming. I really enjoy when we can just sit back, relax, and Ivan can pull that laugh out of Yes, So, but thank you so much for coming in. Thank you for having this conversation with us and informing the public through just through very casual conversation, being able to inform the public what is expected of them. So. Ask them to respect the the laws and the road and the usage roads, yes. and and persons other persons utilizing the road. Exactly. We did not touch on cell phone usage, and that oh, is why okay. I said. Um, but that is part of the. And I know that is part of that well. package. Yes. We are again appealing to the Minister of Infrastructure to get that bit of legislation out there. Whether it. But actually, he did his part. We're just waiting for the. From the AG's office. Okay, okay so yeah. it's the AG's chambers, yeah, Ivan, yeah. that we need to get on here yeah. next yeah. season, and we are going to be looking forward to having that done. I think we owe it to ourselves, we owe mm-hmm. it to our children and the people of this country, all road users, to ensure that that bit of legislation is ready and is passed. Yep. So. On that note, this has been another wonderful episode of Progress Report. I will leave you with this. Don't give yourself 10,000 reasons. Our six-month vacation. Please open the ladder. <laughs> Abuth. Abuth. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thank you. Thank you.